There is a uh, dinner tonight, so we're missing some of the regulars. Yaakov took over, and uh, we'll hear it. So if you want to uh, become famous, ask a question, we'll say B'Shem Amro. Uh, one of the things I will not say B'Shem Amro, the first question of the night sent in by one of our Nashim Tzedkanias, who has a question about the women and the weapons. So she's a, she's a snua, so I, don't, I won't say a name. Somebody from England who uh, wants to know if uh, in a war situation today, if not using the war situation today, would it be also for women or girls to do an activity or sport like sword fighting, bow and arrow, and the like? So that's a good, good way to frame our maskana thus far. Seems to be, certainly according to our Maisha, a pistol is not a weapon of war. And therefore, it's mutter. And we were discussing last night the shotgun and the rifles. My main problem is that if the perception is this is a weapon of war and the average guy in the street or lady in the street does know the difference between something he's using World War I, World War II, uh, the Civil War and the like, and looks like a rifle, even though further back you go, it looks a little bit more ancient. So to start saying chilukim is possibly problematic. A sword, even though we did discuss it, and I think somebody mentioned that the Navy was still wearing it as part of their dress code. I don't know if that's enough to answer it, because that's specifically in the Navy, and they're wearing it from a shtick, that they want to show this how to completely dress, but it does leave it as a shaylib, is they hold that that is considered something that looks like somebody dressed for war still today. The bow and arrow, I don't think anybody's getting dressed up in, and it's clearly ancient, archaic, not effective, and any other synonym you might use, and I believe that would be mutter. According to our Moshe's gather. That's not the answer about the crossbow. That's a very it's a, sort of a bow, and it's kind of... And people wear it as part of a uniform? No, but they use it, and they can be used in a, It's not like a... Bow. In what? You, I, I strongly advise you don't use anything resembling a bow and arrow if you're ever in the Matzah of Leolainu. Ah, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> hunting? And hunting, yeah. But hunting technically is, even though I have a problem with the rifle, and the similarity of the rifle, the hunting itself is not Loyubish, even though it is a pretty predominantly men's activity, but I don't think it would be... I'm just interesting, Shiloh. And they're using... And? That's a sport, though. Yeah, but what do they, what do they use to shoot? It's a, a bow and arrow, but it's still a sport. Even if they use a bow and arrow, that, that's her question. But I, I don't think it's a problem. Bow and arrow, certainly not the sword. The Navy uses it still as part of their regular get-up. Uh, I don't know if that's enough to, to answer it, but certainly not the bow and arrow. Okay, let's go to the turret team we have in front of you. And very interesting small piece, the turret team, as you know, always brings down the Joshua Snigamar and has... Some commentary, sometimes some chidushim. And if you look at the Pasuk, Pasuk Hey, you should know this almost by heart. Every time we go back to the Pasuk, we make another dig in a different word, which we're going to do now. That's why it's important. So the Torah to on page one on the bottom, Joshua brings our Gemara. Nazir, Tanya, Abelazar, Meyakov, Aymer, Menayin, Shalot, Tetz, Isha, Bekli, Zayin, Lemochama. Again, not limited to that. It's any part thereof in any type of clothing. But this is highlighted, the Kli, Zayin aspect. Tamalam, Aleya, Kli, Gever, Al, Isha. Take a look at Memala from the bottom. Nira, Bitam, Hadavar, page two, in the bottom. 
So, even with all the horrible things that are going on in the more Western armies where they're trying to integrate, they did integrate. Be'etzem, this is something that men are supposed to be doing in society. It'd be better if men weren't doing it. We had no wars. We look forward to that by the Gula Shlema. Lamaisa, as long as wars are going on, the Gemara states, ain't darker shalishalas mechama. And not just because it wasn't there then, that's not their calling in the shaping of the world history. This is the Makar, that women are not Machiav, it's in Pruavu. It says Pruavu, Meloras, Vikivshua. And they're not B'nai Kivishnin. It's a very crucial drasha, and they're learning it from this Yesoid. And of course, with war goes the weapons of war. Again, it's not that she looks like a man. She's wearing a dress and a ribbon in her hair. It's not the thing that she's holding or wearing is considered kliish and daikashalish. And we pass on about Yaakov, Legabe, this Yisoid, that any part thereof, and the weapon is not only not different, but it's highlighted. The Yitachin, the Torah Tamim adds an interesting point. Yitachin, Damasma Zekam, it looks Kliish. He says, maybe the drush is the fact that Pasuk doesn't say Kliish, it says Kli Gever. Fascinating Diak. What's the significance of Gever? Rak Lashen Gever, Dinyanam Lashen Gevura. A lot of men might not have known that. Gever Lashen Gevura. That's not something to be proud of because the Kosh Baruch Hu gave, as we explained when we were discussing how insane it is to put women in combat roles and the secular, honest secular assessment is it's insane and they were built for this and it's uh, maybe more of a chesaron than a maila. It's not a chesaron, it's not a maila, it's destiny. If that's what they have to do and they're fighting the battles, they're not happy about it either. But Gever is Lush and Gevura that they have to have the possibility of this Gevura in battle and hence the name Gever. That's why we're dashing it Tafka on weapons, even though there are many other applications. So that's interesting point number one. Then he brings down, and this is, so I'll make a diak as soon as you read the next few lines, not mukhuk, but I sort of wonder out loud what he meant from the following. Mashma first to Rakhla Muhammad. Remember, Ramesha was asked this in the Chuva. And the Diak, the possible Hetar, was maybe it's only if they take the guns and have them on the possessions and go to war, but if they're not going to war, they're using it for self defense. And Ramesha, if you remember the Chuva, said he doesn't think the word Muhammad is Dafka indicating that. And it's not brought down in the Mahabra and the Ramam, it's brought down in the Gemara. And Ramesha uses it to the extent that it has to be a Kli Muhammad La Fuke pistol. Tartamima says that he thinks it's quite possible it's only. If it's the Muhammad, that's a big cooler. Only if they're having it and wearing it going down to war. That would give us a tremendous cooler in many of the shilas that we had. So starts off with a possible cooler, but the next line. Huadin, not just war, regular full blown war. Or weapons they would use in a small city, inner city squabble. So the first line sounds like a big cool law. They have to be wearing it in the context of war. But he said war doesn't mean full war. It could mean battle. 
if that is what he means, then he's arguing around Moshe, Ramosha's possible call, which he wasn't 100% sure about, didn't rely on exclusively, but the possibility that a pistol will be mutter because it's not a Kli Mohama, Tartamima seems to be holding that Slav Dafka Mohammed, it's any skirmish. So the first line is a Kulo, the second line will be more Mahmer than Ramosha. Fizet Lion, and he says, well, if it's clearly only being used for Mohammed, large or small, he says he wonders about the following story. Mashakasa Sefer told us Adam. Tulsa Adam is a biography of Rav Zalman Mivolajun, who was considered one of the biggest Iluyim of the time, the time of the Vilna Gain. And only in contrast to the Vilna Gain did Rav Zalman seem to be lacking any area of godless in his brilliance and his learning. And they gave a mushal, I think, that the Rav Zalman, or Chaim used to talk about this, is Rav Chaim Mivolajun's brother. So I don't know what their mother did. But she did it right. Rechaim Velozhin, Rezalman Velozhin. And they say the only difference is that Rezalman Velozhin knows everything Ba'alpeh, and he can read it off like complete photographic memory, and, and the Vilna Gain can do everything and count it backwards. If you ever try to just count Alabes in your head, put it backwards, it's not so easy. So to know Kol Kula backwards and forwards, that was instantly the Vilna Gain of Rezalman Velozhin. So Rezalman was... Chaim is maybe number two in the generation. So they have a famous biography, and they have different uh, things in Anhogas, and things about his life. So, Chayli Beis, So Peri Beis, Shagan Rosh Lama Zalman Mivolajin, he's known as Zalman Mivolajin, Heir Sheyesh Sad Iser, Beisha Halakachas Cherev Lachta Chut Echevel. Very fascinating. We're going to see the story in a minute, but he says he was nervous that if a lady picks up a sword even to cut a ribbon or a rope, that's already a problem. She's picking up a sword. Now, already you have, well, maybe the Bach. But remember, that Bach that we got a lot of mileage out of, for those who hold of it, which is many Peskim, Ramesha says, you can't say that a heter for a weapon because you'll say, ah, oh, the Bach, I'm using the weapon to fight. Well, you're always using it to fight. That's not an ulterior motive. That, that clearly, Ramesha says, won't monitor it. His diak is, since he holds that the word mochama is dafka, he's going to hold that it's only if it's clearly being used for the context of war, major war, maybe a smaller skirmish, which is a humra, that would include a pistol, but not for cutting open packages and not for cutting rope. For some odd reason, I never figured out why. By the time I maybe almost figured it out, they stopped using it. But when I was uh, young, which wasn't that long ago, you ever go to the bakery? And they had this thing and up top, and they used to pull out all this red and white string, and they used to wrap everything a thousand times. I don't know why they had that. Do you remember this? No? That's not so... Uh, so, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Too young. Uh, uh, but they used to wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. So you could either like, try to pull it off the box, which is what children used to do when they used to try to steal a cookie or two. I used to steal Badafka. I had this discussion with uh, many, many young children, and I try to tell them that it is stealing if your parents clearly told you you can't have any yet. But somehow, maybe they were dafka making childproof. You couldn't get the thing off without like, trying to schlep it off the box. Remember, there was a whole avayda. Uh, why would they do that? I'm not sure. How do they close it now, by the way, if they stop using it? They don't. Everything has a, it's all packaged, and they don't have any white boxes anymore. Mamish has got no ideas. So, uh, actually, you remember this? Yeah. Vaguely, what? Yeah, the old fashioned Zechaladover. But uh, I remember they had a thing like hanging from the roof. You used to pull it out of the. Um, so, 
they don't have it anymore. Yeah, I guess they have something better. It's even sealed more, more protective. Well, so they apparently had something like this in Volosian. And uh, she was uh, in the house, and she took a sword. I don't know why they had a sword when it was on Volosian's house. The whole story is very interesting. But took a sword, and she was going to cut open the, the cake. I don't know. And he saw her, and he told her quickly, please put it down. That's not a good idea, halachically. So you don't have the Bach, but the Tartamim is going to tell you that it's not due to Bach. That's clearly not Lebachama. There's no Muhammad going on in the house, Baruch Hashem. He's sitting and learning, and she's trying to open up the cake. So what's wrong? So if you don't learn that Muhammad's Dafka, which our Moshe holds as Lab Dafka, then there is something wrong. She shouldn't be picking up a sword. And you don't have the head to all. It's obvious I'm only trying to open the cake. Well, you're picking up a sword. That's a big, the two machalikism over here. One's the Kula, one's the Chumra, if our Diak is correct in the Teratamima. That's where, if you can avoid it, you should avoid it even when you're killing arch enemies like Sisera. But here, the Teratamima's Diak is it's only when it's Limochama, and this is to open up cake, you don't have to avoid it. So, so Zalman held it was a Shaila. So that's, uh, and that, like Ramayusha, I think it is a Syria Shaila. And like the way we've been learning it, it is a Syria Shaila. You shouldn't be picking up weapons that are used in battle, even though you're not using it in battle. And Tatamiba says, no, it's Dafka for Mahama. He's saying the Kish Lakula, so therefore his Kish Lakula would say there's no problem over here. Well, Azam Velozhener, whether he held it was a Khumra or Zahiris, but he held that it's certainly better not. And he quotes the story. First of all, it's the Sefer. Sefer told Zaldam. Which he brings, This translation of the Nashiras Devarim. She she remembered Lutaiva, the Kaima. The Havitik and Zion the Gever Alisa Saratzalamer. The Mafarish Lama Locha Yasev Locher. Why she take a peg and not a cherv? And even over there she had a heter, but she felt she had time. Don't even pick it up for that. It's no raya from Yel, because Yel was in the middle of a war. She was getting rid of Sisera because this was the last leg of the war and the last piece of business they had to do. So over there, you don't want to pick it up because it's still in the middle of a battle, which she explains. It was the tail end of the war, but the war wasn't over yet. The general, the arch enemy was still large. She's killing the general. Because it has nothing to do with war, he doesn't think it's a problem. Well, Osama Velazhiner felt it could be, and Ramesha seems to be arguing on this point and thinking that the Muhammad Diuk is not going to get us anywhere. But the fact that by nature the pistol was different. So in the same time, he has a cool and a khumra, both disagreeing with Ramesha in each direction. I thought that was fascinating. Okay, let's go on. We'll give this out now. As you're giving it out, we'll speak out one of the Shiloh that came in. Um, you can, yes. I'm going to give it out. Yeah. You can just, I'll pass it back. You can ask the question to me, Will. I will get back to Mr. Shem, as I said last night, to the hunting. So we're not finished with the guns yet, but we're finished with the guns, the Gabi Lo Yubush. 
So I want to first finish the Yilbush Sugi, which we'll probably do in the next week and a half or so, and then we'll talk about the hunting at the end. Yes? What's the first question? The woman who lives in the police have what are police use in England? Are you kidding? Cops in London walk around with batons and no guns? I probably as old as the British Empire, but I I didn't spend too much time there. I never ran into the police. Why are they? How are they defending themselves and the other citizens? They don't. Oh, you're from England. There we are. Yeah. So what? They walk around with billy clubs? Uh, I I hope you're right, Vanimer Amen. There are some terrorists in England. I don't understand. A guy. They haven't. As we sit here, there were enough terrorist attacks. Guy comes up, Rahman Laslan, Layla, and shooting up the place, and they're going to stand there building clubs? They're going to tell him, come here, sir. We'd like to bop you over the head. Are you serious? I mean, not to the extent of here, but it's, they're not. It's very odd. So you want to say a billy club would be what? They're not using knives, they're using billy clubs. She asked for a sword. She used a sword. Rebbitson, Zalmavalajna used a sword. I don't know what they had a sword that maybe. Maybe it doesn't need a sword, maybe it's a long knife, but it sounds it's like a it's a sword. Then it was a primary weapon, yeah. Well, then. Even now, in England, the most attacked. A sword? Not a sword, a knife. Yeah, what are they carrying? A a a billy club, a stick, or a, or a knife? They have a knife also, the police? No. No. Most deaths are by knives. Most attacks are by knives. Is this like being extra. Britishly civil that you don't want to carry guns because the police aren't carrying guns. You want to level playing field. Like, what are they thinking? I'm happy to hear that. Um, I would suggest that they. Well, look, I, they don't need my suggestion. <laughs> I think they should keep the gun control on the citizens and give the guns to the police. I don't understand what the. Th- okay. Kashramais, I never heard of this, but you're from England and you told me you heard about this before, so we'll. Uh, it's a little bit odd. Uh, are they um, and and the the guy with the knife who's stabbing people and they can't shoot him because they don't have a gun, so they catch up to him and hit him over the head. Okay, look, ain't base measures below chiddush. If that works for them, then wonderful. Maybe less guns the better. Um, but anyway, so what was your question? The, it changes that a billy club, according to Armisha, won't be a weapon of war anyway, and according to the Teretamima. A billy club would be also for the lady to handle because he holds any skirmish lav dafka mochama. So you just, uh, you just let me know that a billy club is the weapon of choice to subdue all the would-be thieves and everybody. But I just, it, I find that, that hard. Local to, to the place, like, for example, if you're, yeah. if you're in England, so then she, she can, but then if she's in the United States. As Yaakov is asking, do you go by age groups, societies? Yes, to an extent, yes. And England is very far away and uh, has its separate culture, yeah. That would be local to that. The Second Amendment here it was to, to, to was to protect England, gun rights. Protect it. In other words, England was the. Was ah, the, now I understand. Okay, now that that makes sense. He put it in other words, we wanted, they didn't want us to have guns because we might start a revolutionary war, and when we won the revolutionary war, we made it uh, part of our part of our constitution, which we should be able to bear arms. Okay, I like that shot. The uh, question is, who has less uh, deaths overall due to crime? Which one is working better? Definitely over there. Better? Lower? Lower, of course. 
Yeah. yeah. I say so. All the all the um, I'll say this politically correct. This goes into a lot of radio state. All the um, brethren, cousins, first cousins, second cousins who live in England. And there are many of them. They're all law-abiding citizens. They don't carry guns no. when they want to. Guns are not as readily available as they are available. So just bombs. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. Interesting, Shalem. So Billy Club would be added to the list according to Tazmi, but not according to Ramosha. Okay. Uh, very fascinating. What? Uh, martial artists um, are very, very expert. Their hands are classified as weapons. They're actually, they're not allowed to have them like around in public. They have to like... They can't have their hands in public? They go on like a plane, they have them like, like a handcuff thing. That's what I heard. Because they can just kill people. Uh, I never saw that in a flight. That's interesting. Um, you'd have to, have to document that. Do you ever see a guy handcuffs on the plane? If you do, walk the other way. <laughs> you might be dangerous. But I'd say, is there a No, nah, there can't be. You can't. Uh, it has to be a weapon. I mean, I know they, no, they classify as a weapon. I understand. Fight, to do the fighting would be... I think it's very boyish, uh, but it's... It, it, we're already going on a limb with the umbrella and certainly the bicycle where it's not a malbush here. It's maybe if they're getting dressed up in the Malbush and 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 snuggle more to men, then you have to see how many how many women are involved. But the actual mice? So who I, I don't know. War with no guns? Um, could she be in the battlefront doing karate? Interesting, <laughs> interesting Shailu. <laughs> the Muhammad itself is a problem to be doing things as men do to go into Muhammad. But Sashkafically, you're correct. The question is if, if they're not doing, if they're not carrying it, and they're just, uh, you know, can they, uh, can they screaming and yelling? Can they be? I, I don't think you can ask that that quickly, but it's a, it's a good Shaila. Yes? In the World War II, women served as senators, as medical personnel in the front lines. Right, but they didn't carry guns. Well, Probably, but but they often and ended up involved in military action. I mean, I one of my patients was a Russian lady of eighty four, who has medals for highest levels of heroism of, of giving karate chops to all the enemies. Uh. Well, she, she brought she, she pulled an officer from the front lines, went back and took the machine gun and and took over. Good for her. I hope the enemy were the Germans, but uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was a Jewish lady. Okay, I hope she's not listening. Okay, let's go to the. Uh, we'll take one the more, other. One yeah, comment. yeah. Uh, one of the one of the most armed countries in the world it has probably the least problems with the guns. That's always the country argument, and that's Belgium. Belgium, everybody, more guns than America. That's the, that's the NRA's argument, and that's an ongoing machlekes, and somehow nobody's been able to prove statistically one way or another, although you're bringing England to Zariah. But uh, that's the shayla. Is it, is it ultimately safer or not? But we're not going to solve that debate now. Let's go to Hochitzitzis, Semen Yud Zion. I want to show you the other targum that's brought down, which is quoted by everybody in this sugya. We happen not to paskin like this. And I want to show you where. If you recall, we quoted at the beginning of this year that it applies not only to guns, which we do paskin like, or any article of clothing, it applies to tzitzis and tefillin. So why shouldn't we paskin like it? Or maybe we're going to paskin like it, but not for the original reason. 
and I'll discuss it as we go along. Uh, the Targa mentioned that they can't wear it because sitzis and tefillin, talesim, are the domain of men, and mamela, if women wear it, there's going to be an iser of la yobush. I want to show you in Shulchan Aruch where Mikra Adin, it's pretty clear the Ramah held that we don't possibly like it. Uh, the question is why? It doesn't mean they should put on tefillin and talis, as we mentioned at the very beginning. Uh, it is uh, very problematic for other reasons. Amisha has, in his original truth about feminism, he said if a lady wants to volunteer and there is a minute that she volunteers those things, Svaram don't make a bracha, Ashkenazim do make a bracha, but Lamaisa, they can volunteer for the minute, they do Schaefer, and they, they Lulav Esrig, and they volunteer for many mitzvahs. But for volunteering for mitzvahs that they clearly are not doing, whether it's because of this Targum, that it's Kligever, or for whatever other reason, then, if they're doing it because they're angry at the halacha, which means they're angry at a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's kfir. And whether they're angry or most of the masses are Tanakh Janishba and their clergy people have told them to be angry and somebody's pushing an agenda over here, clearly, and it's gotten worse and worse, that's a huge problem that is far worse than the sugya of Lo Yobush and Lo Silbush. So that's important to reiterate before we read what we're about to read. Nobody should misquote that the Ramah holds really it's mutter. Uh, don't do it, and those that are doing it, again, they might mean well for those who don't know any better, uh, but they're pushing an agenda, and it has to do with feminism. Ramayusha, many, many decades ago, already understood that. And the fact you have some yechidim or yechidis who are um, interested and they feel more from, you want to feel more from, find out what Ratzon Hashem is based on our Messiah, not to do something you feel is more from. And the Raila Dover, don't try this trick, but if somebody were wearing tefillin, and some female were wearing tefillin, and you would give them a puzzle tefillin, and they would tell you, oh, I, I'm, I now put it on for 10 minutes, I feel great today. And it's got, yeah. <laughs> that would be, don't play that trick, because it's not, it's not nice, but uh, it's probably better than not be real tefillin, but I'm not suggesting you do it. I'm showing you what a litmus test would be, and it has no shaykhs. It's not a question of how you feel it's a question of first understanding what the Messiah is and understanding right and wrong and there could be many issues on why it's wrong Loyola doesn't have to be one of them it could be but it doesn't have to be with that in mind look at Siv Beis Simen Yedzayin Siv Beis Nashim Vavodim Paterim this is Hochot Tzitzis Vemnei Shehi Mitzis Asei Shazman Groma why are Tzitzis a Mitzis Asei Shazman Groma so we paskin, night is not zman tzitzis rishamasa, time when you see, clearly without the aid of lamps and candles. And it is zman grama because either it's potter at night or because, this is a very famous machlekas and there are nafkaminas, is the pshat that a beged yayim is chayiv even at night and pajamas are potter even by day. After a shaymah like this, it's a din, and once the night is a patur, it's not the time of the night, that's the type of beggar you wear at night versus day. That is an afkamina legave blankets. If you have a four corner blanket, which is not so strange, and it's made of wool, the place can have a big uh, issue. And a lot of people, when they go to sleep, they start, they put a blanket on, and then they wrap themselves up like a hot dog, and they, you know, they get all, t- their mom is wearing it. Shaila's, maybe if it's just on top of you, you're wearing it, but there are a lot of people just like, you know, wrapping it around themselves. So you have a, a blanket, wool, cotton, or whatever it is, and you're wrapping yourself. So what's the problem? You'll say, it's at night. So he said, well, 
it should be at night, but there are people who sometimes take a nap during the day. Sometimes incorrectly, Shabbos afternoon, they come late to shear, but it happens. So now what? You're wrapping yourself in a blanket by day, it's four corners. So some place can say, put this on, not the minig. So the other Rishayim say, no, it's a din in night versus day, but it's be'etzem a beged light love, because most people sleep at night, and you happen to be using it by day, they're harai. But that's half to be shown. The other half holds is day versus night, and if you're wearing it by day, you've got to put tzitzes on. That's why it's not so posh. People have four-cornered towels, which are most towels. Get out of the shower, come out of the pool, they wrap themselves around. It's mamash levisha. There you don't have that heter. The good heter is that um, a lot of towels are made of acrylic or synthetic fibers. Or my shawls are putz of anyway. If you have a cotton thing, um, that's a shaitla. So they say, you're just wiping yourself off. You're not wearing it, but some people walk around with towels. And if it's a huge beach towel, and it's cotton, and you're wrapping yourself, it's not so pasha. These are common shaitlas. So when it says here it's mangramo, we absolutely agree it's definitely mangramo. The question is, what the lump is for chazitzes? Is it night is potter, because night is potter, day is chayev, or is it a beged, yam, beged, laila? But either way you do it, there's an exemption of something to do with laila, so it's mangramo. And therefore, the Machaber says it's Mitzvah Shana Grama and their Paturis. Of course, we know that so is Lulav and Esrig and many other Mitzvahs that they volunteer for. So, why is it all of a sudden over here, they don't, the minute clearly is they don't volunteer for this. They don't wear Tzitzis and they don't wear Talisim. So, why not? So, the Tiger Mirror says one possibility. And I'm saying we don't paskin like it. It's not clear we paskin would be an Issa Daraisa. There are paskin who do quote the Tagmi The reason the minute became not to is because it became a man's domain because they weren't Mechiyavis. And keep in mind, tzitzis, which Mishaburah will talk about in a moment, uh, tzitzis is something you don't have to go out of your way to do. If you don't have a beggar of Arba Conference, you don't have to buy one. We do it because we want to get the schus. So go out and buy Arba Conference, our Begadim, unlike in the old times, are not naturally four-cornered. We go out and buy tzitzis to be zeich in the mitzvah. So it's not a chiv in the first place. So women who are paturists in the first place certainly are not going to have to go out and put themselves in the chiv. Yes? It's my grandma because the, either the type of beggar that's usually one a night is putter because of the night aspect, or if you wear a bag at a night, even atzitzis, technically, according to Hefei Shainim, when you wear atzitzis, you're not accomplishing anything at night. No, it's my grandma that it's a certain time comes sukkus and it triggers a thing, and men should do it and women don't have to do it. There they volunteer. You don't have to do it that day if you happen to have a four-quarter. No, but it's my grandma because it's restricted only to day and not night. You never have, but still it's my grandma. If you elect to do it, when you have a bag of Abrakafis, so, no, it's just once, I'm only using that because we're going to explain in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night why women didn't volunteer this. You have two possibilities, maybe they're both true. Is a Tagim Yenison thinks it's a child of Zilbush. Childless is that the reason over here? We'll see if not more. It doesn't sound like that. Or it's just that even men were doing it. They were going the extra mile, the femishers are then, and then women only volunteer things that would be a chiv for men, and even for men it's not a chiv. Those are the two possibilities, but Mitzvah Shem will pick it up tomorrow night. Kol Tuv, have a good night.